the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. 800-516-1220, calls on the air. Joining me now, Chris Yachia from Street.com, tech editor. Chris, how are you? Good, Rob. How are you doing today? Good. We're talking a little Apple and a little Tesla, two very groundbreaking companies um, that may get into business with each other and or may compete with each other down the road is the thought. You've recently worked with some articles on this very topic. What have you come up with? Yeah, I, I had a meeting with Tesla on uh, on Friday of last week, and I kind of approached them about the topic that, you know, of all the rumors and speculation that Apple could potentially get into the electric vehicle market, and they seemed to welcome that with open arms. And their mantra has always been that they can't go and build the electric vehicle market up to what it needs to be doing it by themselves. So if it's Apple or if it's somebody else, they would welcome this because ultimately the more electric vehicles on the road and less internal combustion engines on the road, the better it is not only for Tesla but the environment and and the planet as well. So we've seen Apple driving, or not we, there's been rumors of a, a purported Apple electric car driving around the streets of the Bay Area, and uh, maybe it's taking pictures for map view, maybe it's an electric car, maybe it's a self-driving autonomous car. Um, how crazy is it to think that Apple could have a product that's a vehicle in five years? It's not that crazy, Rob. You know, obviously Apple has this enormous, enormous war chest approaching something like you know 180 billion dollars in cash. And a little bit less when you net out the debt that they have. You know, they've been hiring people left and right from all over Silicon Valley. You know, they have some expertise as it relates to batteries, but not as it relates to you know actual you know as it relates to automotive. But they've been they've been ramping this up, and and I think that you know by the early part of next decade, I think we'll see um, you know something you know, perhaps with an Apple logo on the side of it, driving down the highway on on 101 or 280. Analysts seem to be getting a little tired of waiting for Tesla to hit mass market, waiting for Tesla to grow into a valuation, waiting for Tesla to get the SUV out there. Are you sensing some of that as well? 
Yeah, I mean, you've seen that in, in the share price, and I've talked to a bunch of analysts and sources who, are, who said the same thing, that, you know, Elon Musk is, if he's anything, he's a showman, and, and there's sometimes where he overpromises and under-delivers. You know, the, the software announcement that the company made last week seemed to be needlessly overhyped from some people's opinions on Wall Street. And, you know, th that's a question that Tesla has to, to rattle with themselves as to what they prioritize. You know, they've pushed back the X a couple times to try to get it right. And ultimately, that, that may be the, the right decision in the long term. But in the short term, Wall Street is a voting machine. And right now, their shares are out of favor, though I suspect that, you know, considering that sentiment is so low that if the company is able to deliver on its promises for for 2015, and that includes delivery of the Model X, then maybe we start to see some of that sentiment change towards the positive. With that out there, there's also a rumor that Tesla's going to come out with some sort of battery, a home battery, where you can, this is what I've heard, where you can plug it in at night, charge it on low-cost energy, and then sell that energy back to the electric companies when energy prices are higher. Have you heard anything about this home battery concept that's floating around out there? Well, he well Musk actually kind of talked about that on the last earnings call, and it almost seems like he actually kind of scooped the company itself. The company he made an announcement on Twitter earlier this week that they would be introducing a new product, which is not a car, by the end of the month. So a lot of people are speculating that it is this home battery product that he talked about on the earnings call back in February. When I spoke to them, they wouldn't confirm that, but they did say that they would have some announcements regarding energy storage in the near future. So I suspect it's probably something energy storage related at the end of the month. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously Tesla is just more than cars because when you're dealing with electricity and battery storage, and energy costs, there is the potential to affect the grid and, and the way people consume and, and uh, use and pay for energy. So if there's something there that I think, you know, I think there's a chance that, you know, especially some of the consumers can use and it's easy for them to, to use and to save and to send back to the grid, then I think that's something that investors will be excited about. Anything else that you want to talk about? Uh, Apple, obviously, it's April and that's dividend time. Is that on your radar? Absolutely. We should be hearing around the latter part of the month uh, an update to Cap Apple's capital return program. You know, Tim Cook has already spoken about that publicly. I suspect they'll um, boost both the dividend and the share buyback program. They've already blown through, I think, a, almost all the initial share buyback program that they announced a couple of years ago. So I think we'll hear, you know, an update on that. And again, you know, Apple's cash is approaching $180 billion, and that's way more than any company could possibly ever need, even if you're going to build a car. So I suspect, you know, shareholders will get a little bit of a boost and be happy when Apple will play 3rd of April. A lot of their cash is in overseas, and they don't want to repatriate it to buy shares or repatriate it to do dividends. Um, I think that's something the, not the analyst community, but maybe the general public is missing is if tax laws ever change or if a president ever gives amnesty to some of this foreign cash, 
it would be crazy to see what they could do with a dividend and or a one-time dividend and or share buybacks. Um, any thoughts on the whole repatriation? Do you think you're going to see it anytime soon? Do you think it's on the, the radar? Do you think it's just another you know tool down the road for Apple to pull when they need to? I, I think it's a tool for them to down the road to pull when they need to. And it really all comes down to Washington on this. This is something that Washington needs to to get its act together with. I mean, it hasn't stopped, you know, these major tech companies like Apple, Microsoft, Cisco that all have billions and billions in overseas because they just issue debt and then they use that overseas cash to pay off the debt so that they can still do a dividend and buyback. It doesn't really hurt them. It's just it's just really it makes it a little harder for them to do a dividend and buy back because they have to actually now issue debt. But it's not really that big of a deal. It's just more of an accounting thing. Um, but this all comes down to Washington getting its act together. And as we both know, Washington is not the fastest place on earth. Anything else that we need to know, Chris, as far uh, as... I think, uh, I think probably the next big thing going into app for Apple outside of earnings is the company's developer conference. Um, you know, there are some speculation that they may announce their new TV streaming service at the developer conference. So I'm expecting, uh, you know, big things out of this developer conference outside of just a refresh to iOS and macOS. When is the next developer conference? Uh, early part of June. We're looking at it. They haven't set a final date yet, but it should be, you know, around the 10th, 11th, sometime around that time frame. Is that something you travel out for? It is. It, it's, it's something that, you know, I love... Um, talking to developers because it's a different um, mindset of how you approach a company, especially as um, widely read and as widely um, covered as Apple because it's, they're not just looking at it from a financial perspective. They're looking at it from, okay, this is what I need to do to not only sustain a business for my own, but these products are life-changing, and you know they're the most enthusiastic people I've ever met, probably even more so than the people who buy the products. Sounds good. It's Mr. Chris Siaccia from TheStreet.com. You can find him online at TheStreet.com and TheDeal.com. Both properties are tied together. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls in there. Really good financial newspaper, kind of financial print, uh, dedicated with the approach of... You know, taking a look at tech stories and, and some of the growth stories and uh, some of the you know economic issues as well. So you can find them at thestreet.com. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Subprime car loans and <clears throat> the payday loan commercials that you hear and see on television concern me enormously. There's now a subprime car loan, you know, business popping up that's just kind of bad. If people don't have good credit and they don't have an ability to pay back a large chunk of money, they shouldn't be getting fronted money and they probably shouldn't be getting money in the first place. I know it sounds mean and cruel like, well, you get money. I know. Um, I've worked hard to have a bank account. I've worked hard to establish credit. I've worked hard to show income. One of the problems that we made in, two th in the 2000s is we gave loans to people who didn't deserve loans. And we're doing it again because just listen to the radio or television. People talk about what, become a real estate investor, take out millions of dollars of loans and buy properties and you'll get rich. And 
if you really want to get rich, do it smartly. Invest in real estate investment trusts as your real estate investment. Invest in the home you live in, sure. But don't go out and buy multiple properties. You're gonna get hurt, you're gonna hurt yourself, and you probably don't deserve to be buying them in the first place. But people will sell them to you because they get the transaction. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.